0: In studio with us, uh, I have uh, Felix Mutwiri from the Friends of Nairobi National Park. Uh, Felix, welcome to Capital FM. Thank you so much, Farid. Great to have you with us. Uh, And uh, obviously, uh, today being World Wildlife Day, a global day uh, that has been earmarked by the UN. Uh, sure. to ensure that we are thinking about protecting uh, and uh, being uh, conscious of the beauty that surrounds us in the form of wildlife. Uh, of course, Kenya is no stranger to wonderful wildlife. Um, but this wildlife is at a risk in a way, isn't it, Felix?
1: Sure. There are great, great risks that are actually facing our biodiversity in general. That's uh, the wild flora and fauna and uh, wildlife and natural resources actually and how we are using them. So uh, today being um, World World Life Day, actually it's a global celebration about um, the steps that have already been taken by conservation organizations and other groups that are really interested in protecting our natural resources. Okay. So being here today, it's a great opportunity for us to share with Kenyans, actually, (coughs) and um, the global team. On, uh, the efforts that we are doing as Friends of Nairobi National Park to actually pl- protect Nairobi National Park.
0: Now, uh, your organization was founded in 1995. Sure. A non profit yeah. uh, making member uh, society that is dedicated to assisting the Kenya Wildlife Services in nurturing and preserving biodiversity within Nairobi National Park and the border ecosystem uh, to which the park belongs. When we talk about biodiversity, uh, you know, for those of us who are not cognizant of conservation terminology, what do we mean by biodiversity?
1: Um, these are basically. Um, uh, Uh, world resources of flora and fauna these are plants and animals that we actually rely on as uh, humans basically on daily basis on our daily uses and human needs so talk of plants uh, speak of animals as well so it's an interconnected uh, system Mm -hmm. where we cannot survive without them Mm -hmm. we all need them look at today how uh, humanity is benefiting from uh, the trees that we have around ourselves through uh, carbon sequestration, speak of uh, wildlife, how it's um, helping us generate uh, daily revenues through the tourism uh, um, that's benefiting our country as well. So there are various ways in which we can actually help uh, protect these resources because we need them and they need us.
0: And when you talk of the danger, specifically about, obviously, Nairobi National Park, but, I mean, on a, on a wider scale across the country, across the continent, globally, in fact. But let's speak specifically about Nairobi National Park. What are we seeing over the course of the last 5, seven, ten years that is a threat now to, to I mean I, I'll tell you the last time I was in the park um, I I mean it was just it's a phenomenal place. Um, I go I used to go quite often I hadn't been for a couple of years and then I went back about six months ago. Um, and, I mean, I just, it, it just blows my mind that we are, you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes from a city center and we're in a place that you could be, you know, thousands of miles away. But what threats is the Narbi National Park facing over the course of the last five, 10 years? And I know industrialization is obviously, uh, in, in a uh, very general term, part of that problem. But as industrialization grows, are we shrinking uh, the area of which we should be protecting and, and growing?
1: You're right, because um, first I'll highlight on the uniqueness of Nairobi National Park as um, the only park in the middle of a city worldwide. Yeah, That's uh, um, actually the pride of this park, and the reason why we actually need to protect it because um, it's serving all of us. And for the last, um, let's speak of one decade ago, the park has actually faced uh, greater threats, which uh, we've tried to address some of them. And a part of these, we have uh, problems relating to pollution. Speak of plastic pollution and um, water pollution as well. So all these finding way into the park. And it's a natural place that should be preserved. A natural place that uh, animals are highly relying on. Yeah. So um, it's I've a seen. very beautiful place. Yes. And uh, there are also issues to do with, um, you know, people that are interested in grabbing that land for infrastructure development right. coming in and building towers. right. So it's our responsibility.
0: Is there a danger that we're going to lose this park at some point? Is that actually a,
1: a, a very legitimate and real danger? Of course, yeah. There is. Some of these challenges that uh, we may just see they ha- coming with uh, greater ecological impacts to the park. Speak of invasive species like, again, I say the pollution. And the reason why we need to strengthen our advocacy as an organization it's to make sure that our interests are heard and our interests are protected because mm. Politically, or um, it's all about interests. Humanity is about interests, so mm-hmm. we have to protect our interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we lose this
0: park, um, you know, and again, I think the park itself, uh, in the last five or seven years, there's been more, more of a spotlight on the park. More Kenyans are realizing that we actually have this incredible place, you know, within our city uh, center. But uh, if we lose
1: this park, what, what you know, what does that mean for the next generation, generations after that? Uh, first of all, it's. Um, Wildlife is our heritage as a country. These are resources that we've inherited because of the efforts of other people that were there before us. And um, we need to put the same efforts that they put. We need to show that uh, Kenya is a country that's defined because of the beauty of our natural resources, the biodiversity that we are proud of, and what's actually bringing uh, tourism revenue generation. It's through wildlife conservation. So, uh, one of the things, if we kill Nairobi National Park, we are actually going to lose millions or billions of money which is actually generated directly to the national treasury Mm. and then uh, looking at the ecological roles that the park is playing today we are talking about climate change it's a big problem to everyone so nairobi national park itself this is like um, um, apart from being a safe haven for wildlife it's also serving us directly ecologically Mm. Mm. because in case of floods it's protecting our city from floods issues that you're seeing other Countries experiencing,
0: so not just a place to go and view animals is what you're saying. Not just it that. has so much more. Of There's course, so much for more for the more. for the regular folk just going and seeing animals. I saw so many lions when I was there, and cubs, and it was amazing. All right. we're going to continue our conversation this morning with the Friends of Nairobi National Park, uh, Felix Mutwiri, who has joined us this morning. Uh, Felix, uh, the theme for this year's uh, World Wildlife uh, Day is lasting conservation is, ach- is achieved through collaboration with a range of extraordinary partners, correct? Sure. Um, you have some extraordinary partners. Sure. Um, and I've seen a list here. I, I'm going to name a few, uh, but you tell me if I've left anyone out. So there's KWS, obviously. Sure. Uh, Kenya Wildlife Services, African Fund for Endangered Wildlife, sure. the Wildlife Foundation, sure. uh, and then some corporate partners or members the Hub, yeah. uh, Hillcrest School, sure. and Myers Natural Spring Water. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a list of six partners yeah. and corporate members. Okay. It's not enough. It's definitely not enough for what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve. So can I add Capital FM as a partner, as a media partner, onto you? That's very important. Yes? So you have us. I'm giving you that as a guarantee from me. I still have to pass it through the management, the board. No, I'm just joking. You have us as a media partner. Anytime you need to talk about any challenges you're going through, anyone trying to grab that land, any political... you know. Shadiness happening. You can come and tell us, and we will put that on air for you. That's yeah. a that's a promise for me to you. Very thankful. For okay, that, yeah. good. Uh, now then, uh, since its inception in 1995, uh, Friends of an Arab National Park has been implementing a citizen science game count and park cleanup activity in partnership with KWS. The activities are done once in two months by your members who are paired and each given a block to count during uh, during count count game, rather, uh, during, during the exercise. What you're trying to solve here is human-wildlife conflict, that's a mitigation exercise, sure. and students' wildlife conservation programs so that the next generation, because what we normally see in this country is it's the foreigners who know more about the wildlife than we do. Yeah. Okay. How did you become so interested in, in this? Uh,
1: basically, on, on education matters. And uh, conservation education is really important for us as an organization. Mm-hmm. We're trying to actually achieve mm-hmm. the best that we can do for Nairobi National Park. That's why you you're bringing in the concept of uh, partnerships, which mm-hmm. is really really very important. And uh, we are into human-wildlife conflicts mitigation. These are especially uh, where animals, predators, are coming out of the park and then attacking people's livestock. You know that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. And also looking at the problems of uh, addressing the gap of information that is existing where so conservation education comes in and you need uh, partners to come and support you in building this conservation education content that is also tailored based on uh, who are you dealing with or the, your target uh, audience okay. and all that so you're also um, very close with our partners in uh, mobilizing resources carrying out research work as well in Nairobi national park and especially in determining the economic value of Nairobi national park because you need to come up with sufficient data to show out to others and uh, have a proof enough that this park is quite important for all of us. Right. Uh,
0: We talk about the park being important for all of us. There's something here that has really uh, piqued my interest, Students Wildlife Conservation Program. Um, Do you feel that that education has been lost on my generation and possibly members of your generation? So what you're doing now is you're targeting a generation below your generation, I assume, so that they don't grow up as ignorant as we did about how much beauty and natural resources we have at our disposal.
1: Sure. Uh, We actually, uh, through the the, the national curriculum agenda by the Kenyan government, of course, they have tried to integrate things to do with environmental conservation where wildlife conservation as well comes in. For us, it's now we try to get in hand with these uh, learning institutions And involve the students through action-oriented programs where they come to the park and help us maybe address the problem of pollution then after that you're also sharing with them contents of conservation you can also do wildlife documentaries with uh, these uh, kids and by doing that you're inspiring a generation that will later on come and step into leadership and defend some of these resources that uh, we are speaking about today
0: you you talk about uh wildlife documentaries i mean these are big these are big dreams there's not let's nothing you're saying is cheap to achieve Sure. nothing you're saying is free to achieve right except maybe the time of some volunteers but really truly to make an impact you need money you need funding um how sure sh- and i'm not going to ask you to give me a figure but are you short uh, you must be miles short of the funding you actually require to save this park
1: yeah in conservation it's a it's a non-profit making uh, sector and um they're no much farts in conservation, like, um, um, you know, it is in the uh, uh, profit-making business sector. So what we are doing for us is uh, um, we really need that financial support, which we usually get mostly from our members, the corporate sponsors as well, which is uh, uh, very important for them to play a social role in um, conservation. And... uh, uh, um, Financial needs usually keep increasing based on on the problems that we keep uh, uh, encountering. There's no end time. to this
0: problem, though, right? There, because I mean, the world itself—if you—if you listen to you know the global summits and <clears throat> you know all these uh, world uh, gatherings of conservation and blue water summits or blue or uh, what is it? Uh, blue whatever. Blue, blue economy. Blue economy summits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, we're realizing that that conservation has been largely ignored. Uh, the environment has been largely ignored. Mother Nature herself has been largely ignored over the course of the last five, six, ten years, gen- actually since the beginning of, of industrialization. So there's no real end to this problem.
1: If you look at um, the expenditure of Kenya wildlife Service annually, in fact, they're spending more than uh, what they're they gaining uh, or what is coming in through the tourism revenue generation platform. So at times the government has to keep bailing them every time. That's why stakeholders are really important. And then we come in and add an input in what they already have. Like today, we have a big problem with the drought that is affecting Nairobi National Park. Animals are dying. And KDBs may have the resources to do dam desiltation or digging out these dams to enhance their capacity to hold more water. But then on the other side, we need quick urgent actions to be taken Mm -hmm, providing mm -hmm. grass for these animals to Mm -hmm. supplement their diet provide uh, water through water tracking services so it may be a big problem for them to meet all these financial needs and that's where stakeholders come in and then you're able to support them and and, uh, you know do you have a lot of interest from stakeholders because again Six, three partners three corporate members I mean I'm, I'm you know it's I, I'll, I'll try do my best and uh, at least at least some of the corporate members that are really supporting us so these are learning institutions we have Brookhouse uh, school okay we have Ilcrest School we have Peponi House Preparatory School actually the kids are coming to the park today to help us and in, they're uh, paying. tracking and they're paying the park, which entry means they're fee. helping to,
0: sure. to to maintain yeah yeah
1: they subscribe to their membership annually right and then we have uh, companies like technobrain company as well. So these are companies out there that are really interested in protecting these natural resources. And then by doing that, it's only by having an organization like Friends of Nairobi National Park that pulls all these people together and then direct them towards uh, addressing a common problem that we feel that is right to address at that particular time. Okay. So their role cannot be ignored. They are really playing a huge role to help us achieve what we do. All right. Uh, We will take a quick break. We'll
0: come straight back uh, and uh, continue our discussion uh, with uh, our friends from the Friends of Nervy National Park and to find out what you can do uh, as a dear listener uh, in in helping to conserve and uh, preserve uh, one of the most beautiful places on earth, truthfully. We are now uh, joined by Jim as well from the Friends of Nairobi National Park and, of course, uh, Felix, who we've been chatting to as well. So because, Jim, you've just joined us, we'll start with you uh, this morning. What is your role? And and as you tell us that role at Friends of Nairobi National Park, why do you do this?
2: Okay. Um, my name is Jim Kinyan. I'm actually the vice chair of Friends of Nairobi National Park. Um, I've been the vice chair for the past... Uh, years um, I do this because I'm very passionate about uh, nature uh, I'm actually a biological sciences student uh, graduate um, but having veered into the financial services I've spent my life uh, in the financial services working in banks so much more boring than being a friend of Nairobi so, National Park so I'm this, certain so <laughs> <laughs> this is my link back to what I studied and what you love and what I love.
0: Okay, and as we <coughs> as we talk about this, Jim, uh, uh, and and uh, we've been fortunate enough that uh, Felix has given us such a great rundown of what you, the kind of work you guys do. Um, y- you know, you guys are doing this out of passion. I'm certain. And I, I I am. I would go as far as to say there can't <coughs> be much money in this work. Um, and and I know when I meet people who are doing something for the love of it. Uh, I always say I would do this job for free. Don't tell my boss, but I would do this job for free because I love it. So I understand. The importance of you doing this, um, as we all get on in our years, as we look at our next generation, I'm assuming you have children, uh, Jim. Felix, you look a bit young, but it's possible you have not one yet. child. Oh, not <laughs> yet. Okay. Um, how important is the work you're doing for your children, grandchildren, et cetera, et cetera? I
2: sit, I sit all sleep and it's, it's almost like a nightmare thinking that uh, one day down the line either your grandchild or great-grandchild will just be told stories about uh, a lion, an elephant, but never get to see this because they've gone extinct. And How can we allow this?
0: Yeah, and, and maybe told stories about this incredible place that used to be situated in the middle of Nairobi. Exactly. That is now the size of my backyard. You know exactly. what I mean? Because yeah. that's what we're looking at, shrinking. And, you know, it does, when you're inside the park, it looks like a massive place. But let's be honest, it's not as big as it used to be. Am I, am I right?
2: No, you're right. I mean, uh, I have a friend, a uh, long-term friend, and they, stay in, they stayed in South Sea. And his father would tell us of, you know, when they moved there, the lions were next to wow. South Sea. Wow. Uh, so was that the perimeter of the park then? It went as far as that, yeah, before That's... the developments uh, set in.
0: And if you actually think about the development between South <coughs> Sea and the park now, yeah. you can't imagine it ever went no, that far out. you can't. So is that sti- are they still currently, are we witnessing shaving, 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 shaving off of this land? <coughs>
2: I think, no, that's uh, that's stabilized. The last major uh, shaving being the southern bypass. Mm -hmm. But that's stabilized. Uh, Park is gazetted, boundary is gazetted, Um, open ecosystem on the southern side of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem that side is further down, people are fencing. Uh, People are selling land and it's getting subdivided. And so, the migration paths for the for the wildlife mm. is uh, in a sense getting blocked.
0: So think about the fact that these wildlife <coughs> have to come and go from us. There's not a zoo, right? It's <laughs> so not a zoo. I, I was in uh, my my kids are in, in Switzerland with their mum, and a few years ago or last year, we were I was in Zurich and she, and my my ex-wife said, we're going to go to the Zurich Zoo. And I'm like, you can't take me to a zoo. I live in Africa. Like what would that even, be? and even in this zoo, they even have a lower exhibit. You know, I'm like, I can't like, I can't <laughs> in my right mind go to the We're not, we, the park is not a zoo. These animals, what you're saying is need to get in and out. There needs to be a corridor for these animals. So we need to think about what we're building, not just in, uh, in the park, in the park land, but around the perimeter of the park as well. That's what you're saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, we need to support the communities who've lived with these animals for ages to continue doing that without necessarily fencing, mm-hmm. um, without uh, with, with limited, uh, as much as possible, uh, human-wildlife conflict and also the developments that have come in place, r- roads uh, on all sides of the park, and then we have uh, road kills. Mm. So we've got to create the bypasses with the overpass, underpass. Just to, to allow be conscious, the animals to move conscious and, of these yeah.
0: animals and their, and their migratory patterns in and exactly. out of the park. Yeah. Um, this is not a nine-to-five job, I'm assuming, for either of you. I'm sure you eat, breathe, sleep conservation. You eat, breathe, sleep saving Nairobi's National Park. You eat, breathe, sleep ensuring our wildlife, our flora and fauna, the biodiversity that we have is maintained. Um, what is the, What does a normal day look like for you when you're working with the Friends of Nairobi National Park?
2: When I'm working with the friends of Nairobi National Park, normal day is, uh, hey, first of all, when I wake up uh, in the morning, either you're in the park or if you're not in the park, we have uh, a a postings group where those who are in the park will uh, put put out their photographs or short videos Mm -hmm. of what they see. Mm -hmm. So that's always very refreshing. Um, First thing in the morning. Very beautiful. Um, From there on, uh, it depends. What we have planned, what is uh, keeping us uh, uh, on our feet becomes the next thing. Either you have meetings that uh, we need to have with KWS um, to work out something or the other, or um, we have activities uh, for instance, uh, Felix has been uh, leading a very great effort uh, on tackling of the uh, invasive species in the park. Or we are at a school giving uh, talks or answering to what they might want mm. to know, yeah. ask. Um, that's how, that's how yes, it goes. And a lot brilliant. of engagement with our members. A, very a lot of day. it is online.
0: Very yeah. busy days for you guys. Um, you have some wonderful partners. Uh, Felix, sure. you're going to give us a, a list of the people. Let's call these guys out because they're doing tr- tr- a tremendous thing by helping you guys to
1: to maintain your activities. Sure. We have um, a great support that's coming from <laughs> uh, people around, uh, neighbors of Nairobi National Park, especially corporate sponsors, apart from uh, the individual and the family membership that we have. The corporate sector is really very important. And it cuts across various sectors, maybe learning institutions and other companies around. I to just mention uh, uh, some of the corporate members that uh, we have around. We have uh, Peponi House Preparatory School. It's a learning institution. We have uh, the Bee Brood uh, Bakeries, We have uh, the Dika Cloth Meals Limited, great supporters. Chili and Peacock, that's a tour company. We have a GOT Hardware Limited, very close. They're just uh, in Nairobi City. Uh, City Clock, Uh, they do a lot of promotion for businesses. We have the Safari Collection. We have a uh, Uniglobe Let's Go Travel, it's a tour company. We have uh, the Circle of Life. This is a charity organization that's also helping us in doing Wonderful. charity work. Yeah. Wonderful. Technobrain, BPO, IT's Limited. And then we have Hillcrest Schools, uh, Brookhouse School, the Swedish Schools, East African Chains, French School of Nairobi okay all these are you know people that are really passionate in uh, supporting Nairobi National Park and the efforts that we're putting
0: I'm gonna get a permanent marker and put Capital FM (coughs) there as your media partner from today from today onwards (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Um, you've got the the game count uh, activities that you do as well Uh, you mentioned there's one coming up in April okay and I have committed so Felix, you need to remind me. <laughs> we'll follow up. That's what time to be there? Who I'm? Co- well, you'll be there, obviously. Yeah, sure. Okay. Will you be there as well? Oh, wonderful. So, so I'll join you guys on that head count. I'm, I'm really excited about that. So, explain how that works.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity to actually engage people that are uh, around the park. You know, it's a, apart from being an education session, we are also supporting KWS generated data to help them make management decisions. Mm -hmm. Because you need to go to the park and determine the population of maybe lions versus uh, the the population of other herbivores, zebras, and others. Also look at their distribution. How are they distributed and what factors are uh, um, affecting that kind of uh, distribution. So in case the number of rhinos goes up beyond the the, um, uh, level or the capacity of the ecosystem to support that, maybe a translocation can be done. So it's scientific data, and people come to the park, in their own cars, it's voluntary work. And uh, you're given a specific block (coughs) within the park. The park is divided into 15 blocks. So count all the animals just by direct observation. You can use binoculars, you can use cameras, and we do that from very early in the morning, 6 a.m., because that's the time when you can spot even the rarest species. Sure. So counting birds, counting mammals, and all other kind of species that are in the park. That's incredible. I I want to be in your block, guys. (laughs) My (laughs) first
0: time. Next one, I'll do my own block. I'm going to be in your block on this one, all right? And (laughs) And then then
1: you're you're given data sheets. (coughs) Okay. Putting all that on data sheets. Mm -hmm. And after that, we hand that data to KWS. Mm -hmm. And uh, they do their analysis, and they send that to us so that we can share with our entire membership. It beats a round of golf, I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that.
0: So, guys, listen, we've run out of time, but it has been an absolute pleasure to meet you both. Really well done on the work you're doing. I'm so glad we had this opportunity to have a, a conversation this morning. Happy World Wildlife Day. Happy World Please. Wildlife <laughs> Day <laughs> yeah, to yeah, everybody yeah. out there. Uh, and remember, the uh, the theme for this year's World Wildlife Day one more time is uh, lasting conservation is achieved through collaboration with a range of extraordinary partners. Well, you've got one extraordinary partner here at Capital FM. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. We appreciate it.